Welcome to another episode of Life with Hula. My name is Hula, and I am born and raised here in San Diego. Just grew up in a little city called Spring Valley, uh, south of the main downtown San Diego. And I grew up loving pop culture, just loving useless information, just loving TV shows, just like being in the know with things. And I was in radio for about 19 years, and unfortunately, at the beginning of the year, lost my job. I know, it's sad. You can say, aw, aw. Um, But I decided to do something with myself and create a podcast. So I have a daily podcast that informs you about what is going on around the world, around the country, around San Diego, and uh, telling you about all the pop culture stuff that's happening. So that's what Life with Hula is all about. If you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And if you are one of my elite 12 listeners that have listened from the beginning, thank you for the support and the love and all that kind of good stuff. So today is Thursday, Throwback Thursday. Um, I'm going to play an old clip of when I was on AJ's Playhouse on Channel 933 on the radio side, and we're going to talk about why I was such a train wreck when I was single. (laughs) How come I did the most random things, and that's why it took me forever to find my wife. I mean, I am a lucky man. Thank goodness. So I will play a Throwback Thursday clip of a moment that I personally will never forget. Um, Something that I did. Um, Let me tease you with a little clip. I see Hula dancing through the crowd on the dance floor, kind of walking and dancing. Yep. Eating it. What is it that I'm eating? Well, you'll find out for your Throwback Thursday clip. Also, I have your moment of pure happiness, which includes um, five new baby girls. Um, it's a cute story and I'll share that with you as well. I have a update on my weight loss, um, cause I am continuing an intermittent fast where I'm trying to lose 20 pounds in 40 days. And we are now on day number five is today day number five, day number six, day number six. And I'll share, um, all of that good stuff with you. So first we always like to kick things off with things to keep you in the know. So guess what? You guys are getting credits back. That's right. If you're a San Diego Gas and Electric residential customer, you will see your electric bill reduced by $32.28 in both August and September thanks to Climate Credit Program. Uh, It's designed to fight climate change. The California Climate Credit will come from a state program that requires power power plants, uh, natural gas providers, and other large industries that emit greenhouse gases to buy carbon pollution permits. The credit on customers' bills is their share of the payment from the state program. According to Scott Critter of SDG&E's, he's the vice president of customer services, he says this bill credit provides some financial relief at a critical time when many people need it due to the COVID-19 economic crisis and summer weather driving up energy use. Yeah, no kidding. The credit was scheduled to appear on on customers' bills in April and October to help reduce bill spikes in the summer when energy usage typically goes up along with the temperature. SDG&E successfully petitioned the California Public Utilities Commission to change the timing of the credit to August and September, the months when air conditioning use typically peaks. There's no action required to receive the credit. It's automatically going to happen. All residential customers, including community choice aggregation customers, will automatically receive the credit from SDG&E on their bill. 
for, again, August and September billing cycles. Residential customers with natural gas services um, received the natural gas portion of the California Climate Credit, which was $21.11 in April. And in 2021, the electric and gas credit will follow the same schedule as this year. So that's happy news, right? That's a good story to keep you in the know. Um, another story that is happening all over the country, AMC Universal agree to shrink theatrical windows to 17 days. In a sign of how the pandemic is remaking Hollywood traditions, AMC Theaters and Universal Studios on Tuesday announced an agreement to shorten the exclusive theatrical window to just 17 days for the studio's films. The standard window of theatrical exclusivity typically runs for about 90 days. Up until now, the largest chains have steadfastly refused to screen films that don't give releases a lengthy and exclusive run in theaters before moving on to video on demand or streaming services. Um, but studios, meanwhile, have been increasing sought to deliver new movies more quickly into the homes. So the new deal covers Universal Films, which includes the Fast and Furious franchise, Jurassic Park movies, and Despicable Me series in the U.S. over the next three years. After a run of the at least three weeks, Universal um, will have the option of steering a film to premium on demand, including AMC's own service. The shortened window only applies to premium video on demand, which often means digital renters of $20, not standard on demand or other home platforms. The deal has potentially profound ramifications for an industry reeling from the coronavirus pandemic. It's all but certain to lead other studios to press for similar terms for, from AMC and other exhibitors. Netflix which hasn't been able to previously agree with major chains over briefer runs for its premiere releases could now find deals more palatable. If widely embraced, a three-week window would also put further pressure on independent theaters, which tend to rely on longer runs for films. So it's all a good thing. It's going to be moving um, a lot of things into your homes a lot quicker. Um, so yeah, so get ready for that. It's happening um, soon. Another story to keep you in the know here in San Diego, the San Diego Zoo Global celebrates birthday of their first southern white rhino conceived via artificial insemination. Um, they, we have a very special birthday, special southern white rhino calf turned one years old. Um, Edward, as you may know, Edward's story is just a bit more remarkable than the rest. He's the first calf in the park conceived through hormone-induced ovulation and artificial insemination. Insemination. I can't even say that word. The Safari Park has also had bells and whistles out for the young calf's notable birthday, a birthday banner, and a cardboard cutout of rhinos decorated that enclosure to make fun uh, a fun atmosphere. Wildlife care specialists and volunteers also created a mud wallow for the occasion and filled decorative boxes with Edward's favorite hay. So um, Barbara Durant, uh, uh, basically a reproductive science of San Diego Zoo Global said, even though he doesn't know it's his birthday, it's a very special time to see Edward, a healthy, robust rhino running around enjoying his special treats. So go to the San Diego Safari Park um, and check out Edward and wish him a happy birthday because it's his birthday <laughs> this week. We'll call it his birthday week. Um, and your last story to keep you in the know, it looks like San Diego is going to... Uh, premiere a new $25 million waterfront attraction, a major waterfront development complete with four eateries, sweeping views, and cool architecture has opened on the north end of um, the Embarcadero after years of planning and construction. Portside Pier, a joint venture by the Port of San Diego and the Brigantine Restaurant opened. Oh, it actually opened. 
at a time when fresh air and social distance have never been more important and boosters played up the development ample outside space and sea breeze the restaurant in the 42,000 square foot complex will rely heavily on their outdoor dining options as their crucial opening weeks can coincide with the pandemic according to the brigantine restaurant ceo um, mike morton jr he said we have geared for this outdoors and it was very fortu fortuitous for us but we afford to um but could we afford to operate like this forever no so they're hoping that by later this year or earlier next year, we will be able to go back to normal um, operations. This is not ideal for any industry. However, we understand the pandemic and the need to be careful. So if you're wanting to go check out this $25 million project, it features a second story public walkway, a public viewing deck with chairs and tables, and portions of the buildings incorporate glass dome shapes that keep the sight lines open. Um, visitors can get food and drink from the Brigantine Seafood and Oyster Bar, Miguel's Cocina, uh, Catch and Catch Grill and Taps, and Portside Coffee and Gelato. And those are all your stories to keep you in the know. Life with Hula will be right back after a message from the Census 2020. Hi, it's Hula, and I'm here to tell you that you matter, and you absolutely count, especially in the world we're living in today, because our communities are often undercounted in the census. And this is an opportunity for us to be visible and to stand up for the future of our families. You know what? I bet you didn't know that roughly one in five Asian Americans and one in three native Hawaiian Pacific Islanders live in hard to count areas. Some communities are especially at risk of being missed, including those that have limited English skills and or are low income. So listen, the census data is critical to our families' futures and the next generation. It helps us get the health care, transportation, schools, affordable housing, and higher education that our families need to get a good start and to be successful. So here's the bottom line. The census happens once every 10 years. In 2020, the census will determine how $1.5 trillion of funds are distributed to cities, states, and neighborhoods for jobs, roads, and much more. Make a difference today and participate in the 2020 census. It's easy. You can go online at my2020census.gov or by phone at 844-330-2020 or by mail if you received a paper form. Remember, everyone counts. And welcome back to Life with Hula. Um, so much more to go on in the show. Um, but I wanted to update you guys because every day, if you don't know, I am doing an intermittent fast for the next 40 days. I kicked it off on Saturday, and that was kind of my cheat day, so I don't really count it because I was able to eat whatever I want. Um, if you don't know, I do an intermittent fast where I don't eat pretty much from um, 6 in the evening to about noon the next day. Um, at lunch, I eat um, a small portion, like 6 ounces of uh, fruit, ve uh, protein, and veggies. Nothing mixed. It's just, you know, boom, boom, boom. Um, like one ing one ingredient, one veggie, one fruit. Um, and then I do it all again at dinner time. Six ounces of fruit, six ounces of protein, and eight ounces of veggies. And that's it. I do take supplements, drops um, that help me and aid me in the weight lo losing uh, process. But I wanted to update you because technically, so if Sunday's day one, kind of Sunday one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So this would be day six, I guess, five, six, um, depending on where you count number one. I'll say it's day six. Day six, and I am now 3.7 pounds down. So I originally started the weight loss um, at 
four. No, two forty one. Let me just look at my calendar or my um thing. Two forty one point four. Um, as of today, I'm two thirty seven point seven. Starting today, so start starting day six. So in five days, I lost three point seven pounds, um, which is great. You know, doing well, feel good. The weight, um, you know, the goal is twenty pounds. I don't know if I will succeed that and succeed. Hopefully, I do in forty days, but you know. We'll see what happens. And that's your update on my weight. Um, something that's crazy, I'm going to bring it up, um, but it, there's going to be a continuation to this. If you are friends with me on social media, um, if you aren't, you can find me, Hula SD, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and especially Instagram. If you're friends with me on Instagram and you're friends with Kramer, uh, formerly of Gina and Kramer, or Kramer and Gina on channel 933, um, and you're friends with Gina, the Latina, who I used to work for or work with um, on Channel 933 and Star for a little bit. Um, you saw some interesting posts that went up. Um, if you li are listening to me because of Kramer's podcast, thanks for so much for doing that. Um, Kramer um, invited me onto his podcast to talk about something that happened to him and his ex-wife. And he called it Margarita Fest. Um, there were two episodes uh one aired monday last week and the other one the second half of it aired this past monday well if you are friends with all three of us you saw an interesting instagram exchange happen and um i'm not gonna go in depth in it um but if you are friends with us you know what happened um you saw some things being posted people being called liars um people um who feel that they um were trying to help um not you know and i guess other people feeling like they were being bashed or their friends were being bashed um it was quite an interesting um exchange and i was brought up in the middle because i had guest hosted with kramer even though i didn't say anything bad about any party um, i was more of the question person I was caught up in the middle of this whole thing. So um, in I'll tell you what I posted. I posted on my Instagram um, that I said, um, when you're the one caught in the middle, but you don't know what, and you don't know what to say. And then it shows a, a video of Homer Simpson disappearing into the bushes like he's trying to like blend in so no one can see him. That's what I did. I know it's childish, but whatever. Um, so with that being said, um the all of this stuff on instagram was deleted um there was conversations that were had between the two parties um i believe things are made up now they they made up um i think i'm not sure i don't know the full story but here's the thing so coming next monday i will be joining kramer once again we're gonna do the third installment of margarita fest we're calling he's calling it margarita fest after the lime uh, after the final line that's what it is margarita fest after the final line so if you're not following kramer you need to follow his podcast it's called certified mama's boy um it's a great podcast he has his mom on there who's amazing nancy is amazing she always is the sweetest and has the best advice and she's that mom you wish you had she's just so amazing um and loving and caring and kramer got lucky um <laughs> kramer don't i mean don't get me wrong my mom is nice too and i love my mom and she's amazing 
Um, but Kramer's mom is uh, appears on the podcast, and yeah, I'm joining Kramer back on Monday, so you can tune into Certified Mama's Boy um, podcast. Just search on all podcast platforms. Uh, I'll probably bring it up a little bit on Monday, just to kind of air some of it um, if he allows me to. Um, that way, you can listen to me too. Um, and we'll go over everything that happened that day and we'll break it down and I'll have more questions for him and we're not here to bash. I'm not here to bash anyone. So just an update on that in case you're wondering, cause I was involved in that whole situation. Anyways, it is throwback Thursday and on throwback Thursdays, I like to play an old clip from when I was on the radio back in the day. I sound like an old man when I was in the radio business. Um, I always play it from channel nine through three because uh, here's the thing. If you don't know. Um, back when I was on AJ's Playhouse on Channel 933, we did this um, CD. We actually sold a CD. It was called Everybody Loves Nachos, and we placed a bunch of um, clips on there. Well, that's where I'm getting a lot of the clips from. So a lot of people didn't purchase the CD, which whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but uh, if you didn't, that's great because um, this particular Throwback Thursday clip I'm going to play for you guys is a clip um, that just shows, again, why I was such a train wreck when I was single. Um, I was, they used to do this thing, um, you know, now kids have swag. I think even that's an old term, but, um, I, back in the day we said I had no game, no game, G-A-M-E, in case you hear me wrong, no game. And, uh, this was a moment where I showed off why I was not a ladies man. Um, here is your throwback Thursday clip. Enjoy. Well, as always, your uh, behavior was questionable at the uh, world's biggest bachelorette party. Yeah. But I was left with one question, and it, I, I haven't had a chance to ask you yet. Uh-huh. You know, I saw you. You did your strip dance for the ladies. That was kind of you. Yes, I, I did. Because yeah. I was forced up Yeah, there, you yeah. had a public display of affection, which we've already discussed. Yes. Both those things are par for the course. But here's the yeah. weird thing. You can always count on a wild card from Hula. I'm rolling through the club at, like, maybe 1230. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, the night is not young anymore, and Hula's been partying. Yeah. Okay. And it, you see people dancing, people have their, you know, their little toys and their props that were provided and uh -huh. holding their drinks yeah. <laughs> through the crowd. I see Hula dancing through the crowd on the dance floor, kind of walking and dancing. Yep. Eating a chicken sandwich. <laughs> no way. Now, there wasn't chicken sandwiches or any food provided by the club. How did you get your hands on one, and why were you eating it on the dance floor? The story is true. Um, well, there was some lovely ladies that showed up from Jack in the Box uh, corporate who had some free food, and they're like, hey, Hula, would you like a chicken sandwich? And I said... Sure. I, first of all, I'm not going to be mad at a chicken sandwich. So I figured... No, you're not. First of all. So, and I was pretty hungry by this point. So I grab it and I was like, hold on, I need to go. I think I had to go back upstage for something. So you're and dancing, so I'm dancing to the, the crowd with my See, chicken sandwich. I, I understand. You can't judge a man for wanting to eat a sandwich, but no. I would have just stayed over in the corner eating it and then gone about my business. I would have been like, throwing a chicken sandwich in the air on the dance floor, you <laughs> maniac. It's called multitasking. There was a lot of lovely ladies that needed to be danced with oh, by me. Sure yeah. With you while you ate. <laughs> they weren't mad. They even took bites out of my chicken sandwich. I'm sure so. that was red hot. Nicola's got no game, but that's not news, right? No, that's not news. No way. Do we have new evidence? Did he do something else that we don't know about? No, just the chicken sandwich. I couldn't. I could not stop laughing. However, I do have game because I did hook up. So ha huh on you, us. Michelle. <laughs> Maybe you're the type of girl that likes chicken sandwiches. Maybe I don't want to get with you then. If you don't want to eat, then you're not going to eat. You don't get that much credit for hooking up with that thing. That was shooting fish in a barrel. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, was like 21 chicks, women dude. And like five guys. But still, I did you, Jesse? No. 
Did you, AJ? No. Thank you. Choice. Let the record show. No, not and by choice. if I choice. had, I wouldn't have taken them on stage and swallowed their face. <laughs> I did not swallow her face. I was very intimate. <laughs> what? Discreet. Discreet. Only you guys would look. No one no, else was everybody looking. Everybody no. was like, what's no, up with your boy? No, I'll just shake that my is hand not and go, true. I don't know. Please I was in the back of the you stage. You don't know what people were saying to me. Everybody was aware was of your back cunt. of the stage. With her dipped over like you were Zora. <laughs> <laughs> And now you can see why I was single for so long. Um, that was just a crazy time in my life when I felt like I was invincible, apparently. Um, but that is your Throwback Thursday clip uh, for this week. Um, now we're going to go into your moment of pure happiness. So this is a really cool story. A photographer in Virginia took pictures of a sheriff and four deputies posing with their newborn baby girls last week. Um, Brad Holly shared the photo he took of Franklin County Sheriff Overton and the deputies on his photo photography uh, Facebook page. Overton is holding his granddaughter in the picture while the deputies pose with their daughters. Um, according to Brad Holly, he has said that he thinks it's pretty cool to have five baby girls all born so close together in one department. Um, as you can imagine, it's a little difficult to get five babies to all cooperate at the same time, but we did the best we could, and they are all so cute, and they are very cute. So it shows all the officers. They're standing um, in front of the Franklin County, Virginia building, um, and there's two police cars behind them, and then in front um, are five officers, and they have their cute little daughters. They're all dressed the same. They have blue bows on, and then I think it says, my, my dad's a hero or something. Um, I can't really see the picture up close, but you can Google it, uh, search for it. It's Sheriff. Um, it's, uh, it happened in Franklin County, Virginia, and it's the Franklin County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff's Department. So that is your moment of pure happiness. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, my podcast. I hope you were very entertained with my Throwback Thursday clip. Um, and I hope you have done the census. Have you done your census yet? I'm going to remind you to do it, so go to it. Everyone counts. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and uh, Twitter at HulaSD. Search H-U-L-A-S-D on social media, and I'll be happy to uh, you know follow you back. Other than that, thank you so much to, for tuning in to Life with Hula, and have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.